What's up, everybody? Welcome to this edition of the Jump Around with Blake Dudonis. And you're currently listening to me sitting in the concourse of the Las Vegas Aces Arena as we wait for them to wrap up practice so we can talk with Kayla McBride. Kayla's someone I've wanted to talk to for quite some time, an interesting player, averaging 15 points a game over her career in the league, had a nice career at Notre Dame as well, but a player who on Twitter actually put something out the other day that made me um, want to talk to her even more, talking about how so many players in the league have stories to tell and she can't wait to, to tell them. So we'll talk to her about that. We'll talk to her about a bunch of other stuff as well. And as soon as they wrap up, we'll get down there. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back with Kayla. This is a jump around. the jump around and joining me after practice, Kayla Bride of the Las Vegas Aces. Thank you, first off, Thanks for, for hopping me. on here after practice. Last night's tough, right? You lose a game, you have a career night, um, and I know as a competitor, it's you know, I, I'd rather win than have good sets, but it's got to be tough, right? You have a night where you're going, man, yeah. <laughs> I, I balled out. But. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, it's, it's tough. Um, it just shows the strength of this league, though, you know? I felt like I wasn't missing really, in the grand scheme of everything. Um, but we just couldn't get enough to get it done. Credit Dallas. Um, but, you know, I was just trying to go out there and play as hard as I could for, for our fans. They've been coming in for us um, since the beginning. So I was I was disappointed, but, yeah. you know, yeah, happy, I, I guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough because you do what you can do, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Control what you control. Is it difficult because, I mean, you guys are talented, but you are young. Right. Um, right. So is there a mentality, you've been in the league for a while now, so is there, is there a difference in mentality knowing, hey, we're young, so we're going to have some growing pains? Like, is there, through the day-to-day, is there a different mindset, or is it still kind of the same? Um, you know, I think Coach tries to keep a pretty consistent mindset with us, what we're trying to build here, um, our culture, you know, because we do have a lot of new players, even from San Antonio. Sure. So trying to get that chemistry and culture is, is first and foremost. I, I try to just base it around three words, which is um, toughness, trust, and time. Um, I think trust is, is probably the most important thing because we don't really know each other yet. Yeah. And that, I guess it comes with time, too. We need a lot of time together to understand who we are as people and as players. Sure. And then that's where the trust comes, but the toughness should be the solidifying piece. You yeah. know, I think that's consistent. It doesn't matter what the score is. We can always be tough on the court. We can always be tough-minded. We can always bring our best, our best for us. So I think um, those three things, that's what brings a lot of success in this league. If you look at, like, the Minnesotas and the L.A.s, that's like what they kind of go off of. Their culture is built around things. Sure. <laughs> is it? Uh, I mean, you say the time, but the, the season's so short. So it's kind of like, man, yeah. you're already over a quarter of the way in. So it's like you don't really have much time. Right, right. right? Some, some of our young players kind of have to grow up pretty quickly, like an Asia Wilson, Nia Coffey, Kelsey Plum, um, Mariah Jefferson. When they get when she gets back, you know, it's just like. You kind of got to catch up quickly, but it has to be. It comes mentally, yeah. I think, in this league because sure. we do have so many games. Um, you got to have a short-term memory, but you have to be able to take the things that are most important and, and bring them to the next game. Because, um, like you saw last night, like if you're not there fully for 40 minutes, any team can be any team in this league. So, um, I think that's something that we're still trying to work on, still trying to get consistent at. Um, but you know, it's been a fun process yeah. for sure already. Yeah. How's the transition been from San Antonio to Vegas? I mean, they're two different cities, that's <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. San Antonio's a little bit slower than Vegas. <laughs> uh, 
but that was that was home for me, San Antonio. Yeah. I, I kind of grew up there because you know I came as a 21 year old kid and yeah. I left 25. So I mean, those four That's years are kind of like a, yeah, those uh, are big years. Yeah, big years, right? So um, I, I grew up a lot there, uh, but you know everything that MGM has done for us has been phenomenal. It's yeah. been crazy, and Coach Lambert has been. Really refreshing. I think that's the best word for me. Okay. Um, I'm at a point in my career where I kind of need to be pushed a little bit further, and uh, I felt like I felt myself settling a little bit into this role. And he kind of came in as like, Nah, I want you to be the two, and then that's it. Like, I want you to be this, this, and this, and um, it's it's refreshing. You know, I feel like I have a new hunger, a new yeah. aura about me. That's interesting. Um, yeah, which is cool. Which has been really cool, um, especially from somebody like him who's been a player and understands what it what it's like, what the grind is like. The women's level and at the men's yeah, sure. level, so and he's won a few games here. Yeah, just in the league, right? Just he's, a won, couple. he's won a couple. A few. What has been for you on that note? Like, what's been the biggest change in you besides just the hunger stuff? But like, like what what are some of the biggest changes? Like looking back, you yeah, know, year one two now. I think it's just more mentally tough. Mm. Being more mentally tough. Yeah. I think as a young player, yeah, you come out here and it's like the Diana Taurasi's, Angel Makachis, sure. the Candace Parkers, and you're just like, oh crap. You know, like every night is something different. Whereas now I kind of relish the challenges. Yeah. And I understand that um, I can be really good in this league. Yeah. And to to be really good in this league, you have to be able to get to the next play. You have to be able to be there 100% for your teammates because championships are really what's left by your, your legacy in this league. Absolutely. And so that's what I'm trying to go to, you know. And whatever it takes, whatever I have to do, I can shoot 25 times or two. And we're winning and we're winning championships, and that's what that's what our goal is. I think that, that we're coaching out on the same page with that. It doesn't matter, you know, but I think being mentally tough and be able to get get to the next play and letting things go. Sure. Because as competitors, I feel like we're so hard on ourselves. Absolutely. Like, I put the work in, but I, I kind of just, I fall back on my preparation and my work ethic, and I just let everything else take care of itself now. Yeah. Control what you can control. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. good. You were honored by your alma mater. Yeah. That's pretty cool, right? That was, I mean, that was probably like, man, that was like <laughs> highlight of a highlight, yeah. really, because... Um, it's like another coming of age situation, you know. I went in there and I went through a lot of stuff, and I kind of blossomed and I grew, and I, I realized my my dream there, you know, being the WNBA. I, like my junior year, I realized I could really play the next level, and so uh, my experience was unbelievable. So to be honored and understand that, you know, all your hard work and the final fours and the sacrifices, being away from family and you know things like that, it pays off. I mean. It's unbelievable, and I'm still really close to Coach McGraw and the rest of the staff, my teammates, things like that. So to be honored in that way with my family and uh, all the Notre Dame people there was unreal. Yeah, it's cool because uh, yeah. you go back there too, right? And you're a different person. Yeah, it's it's like forever, right? You know, it's like you're, you <laughs> yeah. are up there forever, and they can nobody can take that from that's you. Crazy. And I think that's really cool. It's a, a little bit of tradition. Yeah. Couple, couple good players come through. Just a couple. A couple. A few. A couple. A few all Americans. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what uh when they won the national championship last yeah. year. Take us through you watching the game. <laughs> it was like 4 a.m. in Turkey. That's where I was yeah. in, at the moment. And I had watched the, uh, the first game, and I was just like, oh, man, game winner. Like, against UConn, we've had so many battles with them. So that was yeah. already, like, I was already still hot <laughs> off, off my high from that. And then she does it again, and I'm just like, like, at first I was just like, oh, my God. Like, she, I was like, no, she didn't. No, right. no, she yeah. didn't. And, you know, I've, I, at, at that point, it's just like you kind of feel like you won a championship too because sure. and it's not necessarily you were out there competing or whatever, but building that legacy and um, being a part of something that coach was trying to build and just being so happy for her because 
she does everything the right way, and she's so amazing to her to her players and that that uh, that university. She's she's yeah everything yeah. you know to us at least as being a player of hers. You know she does no wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so um, to see to be able to watch that and, and see her finally get another championship was unbelievable. Yeah, when I, I was I was at the game and it was crazy because afterwards there was like forty alum mm-hmm. and. Just what you're saying. They were out there celebrating like they just hit the game right. shot. And it was like, that's that's pretty cool. Right, yeah, it's family there. Yeah. You know, that's what, and the coach kind of, she tried to build that culture from ground up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to this day, she still takes me after games, watching the box scores, things like that. Whenever I go back, we go to our breakfast spot. Like, you know, she's like, yeah. she's always been there. Cool. So it, it's, it was really cool. Like, I, I was more happy for her. Yeah. Because I know that those players, I know the kind of confidence she gave her players to go out and do that. And to go through, yeah, you know, that team. Of course. <laughs> to go through UConn right. and then, uh, what was it, Mississippi State? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, those are two great programs, yeah. especially over the last couple of years. So, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, cool. and they were they were shorthanded too without, they had yeah. like seven, eight, seven injuries or something like that. That was. Year, which is ridiculous. So. Yeah, it was, it was weird saying it because. You know, they're one seed, but I was like, that's one of the more, um, not miraculous, but one of the more improbable. For sure. Because you got all those ACL tears, you got all this stuff. Preseason, you're going. And even in the middle of the season, I was watching, I was like, this is an okay, this is a top 15 team, top right. 20 team. And then, boom, they turned yeah. it on. I think it was after that Tennessee game, that comeback that yes. they had. Yeah, I, I think they realized, okay, we are really good. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and yeah. then, you know, like, that's what I was saying. Credit the coaching staff, you know, for giving them that. That freedom to be themselves, regardless of who was on their court, you know, because that's not easy. It's not easy. So, moving subjects. Something you said on Twitter a while ago has really resonated with me, and you were talking about how there are so many stories to tell in yeah. the league, and you can't wait to to tell them. So, I feel I don't know if you feel this way, and I guess this wasn't originally going to be my question, but now it is. So, okay. do you feel? a tide turning at all in the coverage of women's athletics because I feel like we're, we're moving in the right direction uh, and I feel like everyone always says that but I actually feel a tide is coming yeah. and I don't know how you feel as a player because obviously we're on a different side of things but. right it's, it's different you know I think when I first got in the league I would say there is no yeah. it's really hard I mean with the NBA and you know all the other stuff NFL you know it's like we're competing with all these all these huge um, organizations that have been around for way longer than us, yeah. you know, but we feel like we're competing at the same level, you know what I'm saying? So to not be able to get the same coverage or the same respect is is hard um, to build your brand in that way. But I think what I've learned in my experience and what also I think that, that everything has picked up, especially with social media becoming such a big thing and like all that, like we have way more, we've had like six games on NBA TV, we had our ESPN2 game, you know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Things like that, and then, I, I mean, for me, it's always been the NBA players that I know, or like that I've been able to be drawn to, I know their story. And it's like the Damian Lillard, the CJ McCollum's, the uh, Draymond Greens, like you know their story, you know where they came from, and you have something that connects you to them. Yeah. And the hardest thing for WNBA players is because, first of all, our season is in the summertime. So we only have this certain amount of time to actually go out and have these things while we're playing, yeah. which is where people really connect. Uh, is that it's just not enough it's not enough time really so I think for me it's always been like I want to share my story in my own way and then also give players the freedom and space to, to express theirs in their own way as well sure. um, it's something that I've been working on but it's going to come with my story first 
you know, my own uh, documentary type. Yeah. And, you know, just the raw, the real and the rawness of sure. where, I, like, how I got to this point, sure. you know. Um, in my fifth season, I've been overseas, four different countries, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I feel like I'm at a place now where I've solidified myself where people will want to listen, but then I can also reach out to people and they'll want, they'll be okay with telling their story to me. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think... I don't think it works unless I tell my story first. Right. You gotta so, go. but yeah, no, it, yeah. I've talked to people like, you know, it's just the, the people who not, aren't, are amazing at what they do, but they may not get as much press about, like the Courtney Vandersloot's, the sure. uh, Allie Quigley's, the Mariah Jefferson's, the, you know, the people that are really good at what they do, but you know, there's a spotlight on the certain people that have, they deserve their spotlight, but I just think that it's more about creating this positive environment and this positive reach, you know, yeah. to these people who need to hear my story, who need to hear Courtney Vandersloot's story. Like, Courtney Vandersloot was the only player in NCAA history to have 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, ever, man or woman. You know what I'm saying? And I played with her for two years overseas, best point guard in the league, in my opinion. But, you know, it's because there's other players who have come ahead of her that have already solidified themselves, and it's hard for her to get the publicity that she needs to, so why not sit down and have her story told, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Or you know, just a, the girl who is about to go to Gonzaga has somebody to look up to, you know. I just think it's it's so much more than that. Like, I'm the oldest of four. I have a 12-year-old sister. Okay. And so I always ask her the, these kind of questions. Like, what do you want to do? Oh, I just want to know, like, like, what did they do to get to this point? You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's, it's so cool and simple. Yeah. yeah. Um, it may be uncomfortable at times, sharing sure. things that you've gone through. But I think, like I said, I'm at a point in my life where I'm okay with sharing what I've been through. And maybe helping out somebody and connecting somebody. They come to a game and now they are now they have season tickets, you know? Yeah. And I think this, this is how the world works right now. Yeah. So it's cool because, I mean, I've known you for 10 minutes. Yeah. And, <laughs> but watching you just talk and answer that, you just, yeah. like, came to life. Right. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's your passion, right? For sure. One of them. One of many. Yeah, one of yeah. many. Yeah, yeah. Basketball, obviously, <laughs> up there as well. One that's, of many. That's pretty neat uh, to see that because I agree with you. The stories out there are... I mean, that's, that's why I'm sitting here talking to you, right? right. Is to right. kind of give people a little bit of an insight to, to what it is. So I won't steal your thunder since you've got you've got plans. But can you give can you give me like a um, can you give us like a clip note version of part of your story? Just give me a teaser. Okay. And then whenever teaser. you come out with your stuff, I'll pub okay. your stuff. Cool. Okay. Um. Well, I'm from a real small city. Uh, One hundred thousand people, Erie, Pennsylvania. And I mean, the grind was different for me. I didn't grow up in a Dallas. I didn't grow up yeah. in a Houston. My dad drove me back and forth to Pittsburgh to play AU like once or twice a week growing up. Like when I was between age 13 and 15, 16, I didn't really, when I came home from school, I was going to Pittsburgh for the weekend or I was doing this or I was doing that. Like my parents are the, the reason that I work the way that I do because that's all I know. You know, my parents said that whatever it is that you want to do, you can do as long as you work for it. And so I went to school, Notre Dame. I, I committed at 16, uh, but I was immature, yeah. you know, and I made some mistakes. Yeah. And then I got to the league. It wasn't easy, yeah. you know. I, I was going to say, Notre it, Dame, not exactly the place not, to make mistakes. Muffet, right, Muffet right. is not about that right. life, right? But like I said, I grew up a lot. Let's just say I grew up a lot in my, in my four years at Notre Dame, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. I, I, left, I came as a girl, I left as a woman, mm -hmm. you know. Then I get to San Antonio and things are different. We're not winning anymore, you know? So I go overseas, I got injured twice, broke my foot twice. Yeah. Um, and now here I am in Vegas in another space. And uh, there's a journey with God that I've had to go through. There's a lot of things, mm. you know, that I just, 
have brought me to this moment, and I'm so content with, I'm not content, there's, I always say humble and hungry, thankful, but never satisfied. I got you. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, there's always this thing burning yeah. inside of me that I'm never satisfied. But you feel like but you're in a yeah, place where you're... I'm happy, and yeah. I, I mean, happiness comes and goes, right? You sure. say that. But like, the joy that I have is mm. consistent. It's a good word. Joy. You know what I'm saying? That's something that's a choice, and... Um, I wake up and this is my job. Like, I get to come to the gym and hang out with my teammates, you know? Pretty Work cool. hard. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, like, to be able to share that and have somebody connect with that, I think it's going to be dope. Yeah. And once I do that, get somebody else come out and say their stories. Even the Ty, the, the Ty Youngs, the Kelsey Plums. Like, there's so much more to Kelsey Plum than what everybody decides that is about Kelsey. Plum. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Number yeah. one pick. Like, let's, let's dig into your story. Let's find out who Kelsey really is, yeah. you know? Is it frustrating for you? At all, watching like a teammate, like because Kelsey's, like, she's come under scrutiny, right? You're yes. number one pick. Why aren't you doing better? Yeah. Why isn't your team winning? Like, is that is that tough as a teammate, even though it's not directed uh, at you? I think it's tougher on her than it'll ever be on her teammates because we don't hear it. You know, she has other yeah. people in her ear, and she do on Twitter. She, you know, I'm I'm really cool with my block button. If you say something, it's just like <laughs> block because I don't have time for the negativity in my life. Yeah. You know, I already have enough. I'm a, I'm a mute button user. Right. So I got yeah. you. Yeah. So I'm like I'm cool with that. So I can't imagine when she goes on a regular basis, but she works her behind off, and yeah. I know that she's the first one in the gym. That's when to leave usually. So. Yeah. She's gonna get there. Okay. Sometimes it just takes longer than other people, and some people don't understand that because they're not walking in her shoes every day. And so I always just try to tell her to keep her confidence because the girl can shoot the ball. I watched her overseas. She's still coming to life. She's still figuring her out her way. But it's not easy to be a point guard in this league. Yeah. So I, I always tell her to just continue to be you, but understand that, that you have somewhere you're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? So it's not gonna be easy. Yeah. And it's not easy for anybody. Everybody has their own individual yeah. path. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Is this might be a tough question? Who is the most I don't know misunderstood or like who's someone on your squad that the perception is most off base as far as public perception to like what they actually are, work ethic, whatever? That's a tough question to put you in. Yeah, um, I would say probably like a Dierka Hamby. Mm. Um, I think people kind of see her as this like girly, whatever, whatever, but that girl, man. She has an energy about her that people don't really know about. And I think it really um, cultivated after she had her daughter. Yeah. And I think she really understood, like, she's grinding for something bigger than herself. And I think uh, people don't see that as much. And she kind of takes everything with grace. Like, she came she came late. She missed training camp, most of it. And she kind of had to step outside of herself to get her, get up and get on the court in front of coach. She didn't really know anything about her. Um, but she's been working hard, yeah. you know? And, I mean, she had those big games. She had like a 24-point game, a 20-point game. Yeah. She's been really great for us off the bench, and he's asking her to shoot the ball more. People don't really know. Like, people don't really see, like, sure. you have to get in the league. You have to be somebody different than you were in college or that you were in high school. You know what I'm saying? That's tough. Yeah. That's so, a long time to be doing one thing. Right. Like, nah. Yeah. So I think that's that's one. That's one for sure. When I think me too, though. People, people are... People don't understand me because I'm very emotional in the court. I'm very competitive. Yes, that's I fair. I this fire. And I, really, deep down, like, I'm, I'm not like that at all. Like, I'm goofy and I'm, and yeah. like, awkward most of the time. <laughs> and, like, you know? But when I get on the court, like, that's 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 Mac. You know what I'm saying? There's Kayla and then there's Mac. I, I always say, like, there's two different people. Hmm. And Kayla drives Mac. But uh, that's, like, somebody that I'm. I had to be for my teammates. I had to be in their ass, and I had to be this, I had to be that. Coaches asked me that. But really, I'm just the oldest of four. I like to bake. <laughs> like, I like to, you know, chill with my dogs, go swimming, 
Oh, chill. Yeah. But I'm not chill there. I can't. No, remember. no, you are not. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, wait, so baking. I can't let that one slide. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, what? You got you got to go to? Um, I do a mean pan upside down cake, cupcake. And I do like a strawberry shortcake cupcake, a Oreo cupcake. It's like my thing. Like, I've baked for all my teammates around the world, really. And one day I, open up, I want to open up my own spot, like a brunch place or like a something. Then also a spot for athletes, too, like a place we can go up to the game, good music, good food. Yeah. Um, I cook as well as bake, but um, yeah. Okay. All right. I couldn't let that one slide. No, it's okay. I'll follow up. Uh, so, uh, one of my, I pulled my phone out. One of my friends wanted me to ask you. Okay. You mentioned a few already as far as players that you're playing against that you're like, all right, you know, this league's good. But is there is there one person that stands out that you're like, just, man, like, I got to guard her yeah. tonight? Um, I think we're always when you had Diana come. Yeah. And it's not even that, like, it's this unbelievable athleticism or this, it's just her swag and her confidence yeah. is through the roof. So, like, you know what? You might be able to take her away the first half, but the second half she come in and yeah. she got, she doesn't care about the yeah. first half. And I think that, that mentality and being able to have that is the most dangerous thing that you can have as a player. And she has it, yeah. and it's so it's contagious to her teammates. Yeah. And she just doesn't give it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's gonna be who and she, she gotta is. She's gonna let you know about it. Yeah, and she's gonna be who she is, and that's it. And that's I think that's the most dangerous and most and most difficult thing to guard when it's just like you're you can't get. You can't break her down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's that's been the toughest matchup for me, at least. Yeah. Because she can come down and score at will. She can get her teammate involved. Yeah, some of the shots she She might have a turnover, but she'll right. make the next three threes. In a row. Like, what she, seven for seven last, the other night? Like, it's ridiculous. And some of the threes you said. Like, right, oh, like, exactly. Like, what are you doing? And that's, mo- that's mental. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's, I've already prepared for this moment. You cannot break me. Yeah. And that's that's why she's the most dangerous person to guard. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'll let you go on this one. Okay. Um, you seem very introspective. You're a thinker. Mm-hmm. I see that you're a thinker. For sure. Whenever this is done, whenever you're done with with all this playing basketball, and everything, what is it that you most hope that people talk about or say about you? Like, what's your what's your I guess legacy sounds corny, but like, what is what are you yeah. hoping to leave behind? Well, first of all, I want to be a champion. Like that's like I want them to say. This girl has so-and-so rings, you know what I'm saying? I think that that's really what solidifies your legacy in this league. To be a, known as a great player, you have to have championships. Uh, but really, I just want to be known as a great teammate who worked hard and came to work every day and did the best, absolute best that she could. She got better every year. Uh, she grew into, she had, you have to evolve into a leader, I think, in this league because there are so many changes. Yeah. And you, I, like I said, I have six new teammates this year, you know what I'm saying? They don't know me at all. Yeah. They didn't know me at all. So um, you have to evolve into a leader, but you have to continue to grow. Like, there's somebody who continues to get better. Um, and I want to be known as that. So a champion, great teammate, and a hard worker. Yeah. Well, I think you're well on your way. It's <laughs> been fun watching you uh, watching develop. And um, certainly good luck tomorrow. Thanks. And the rest of the way. And then we look forward to some of these stories that come out. Right. right? Like I said, yeah. we'll, I'll, hold, I'll put my end of the bargain now. I'll, I'll make sure to, I appreciate to pop that. that I happens. appreciate so, that. Well, thank you again. So Kayla McBride of the Aces joined us, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you.